Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. It's the John Osterlin Morning Show. And on Friday, our mayor here in the city of New Orleans, Lataxa Cantrell, uh, said everybody who goes inside of a building in New Orleans has to wear a mask. Um, mask mandate for inside buildings came back Friday. Yesterday, the governor of Louisiana, John Taco Bell Edwards, said the same thing. Everywhere in the state of Louisiana, uh, people go inside a building, a public building where there are, where there are people, you have to wear a mask. The mask mandate is back for the entire month of August. He said on September 1st, they will look at things again. And j- just when we thought we had this uh, this pandemic in the rearview mirror uh, because of the Delta variant a- and the fact that so few people haven't gotten vaccinated here in the state of Louisiana, that the mask mandate is now back, and, and hopefully uh, we can put this thing behind us for better, at least here in the here in the month of of, of August. It it sucks because things were starting to look like getting back to life the way we knew it. We're going out again. People were ha- having a good time again, going to see live music again. But 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 now it looks like um, well, you've got the the damn mandate for uh, for the month of August. Hey hey, you see what see what they found at New Orleans at the Louis Armstrong Airport here? TSA said they found a grenade, a chain. A chainsaw they found a sword hidden inside of a cane among other things that they that they intercepted uh, TSA at the uh, airport here in New Orleans tweeted and in a tweet they said they intercepted that stuff, knives, martial arts tools, and other things that they are uh, they're calling a threat. And, and, and the, the, the picture that they sent with the tweet 
is is a table full of all kinds of stuff. It, it looks like this is the stuff that you uh, you go buy in a store that sells things that uh, you 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 either protect yourself with or you attack people with. That's like, what it looks like on the surface, but when I saw the picture, it looks like the same stuff you can buy at the gas station near my house. Like my, the gas station near my house has like swords and sides and nunchucks and ninja stars and daggers. You got all those brass knuckles too. You yeah, can buy yeah, at the, the store. You can, if, if I bring it to the gas station by my house right now, they sell brass knuckles. They sell vapes, phone chargers, but they still don't have jalapeno zaps though. I, I don't know why they can't get jalapeno zaps restocked. Officials say most of the items in the picture, except for the for the grenade and a tank of gasoline could have been placed in a checked bag, just a regular handbag that you that you bring to the airport. In, in, in these instances, though, passengers chose to leave their items behind, and that's why that's why TSA found all of this stuff. Yeah, there was one instance, Coleman, where it it looked like it was an unsuspecting cane that they found. But there was a sword hiding inside of the cane. Fun fact, I used to own one. I used to, I used to own a, it's, a, it's in the handle of the cane. Uh, this was wild. Uh, like shortly after Katrina, there was there's this bazaar that happens at, uh, at Algiers. Every weekend, it's, just a, it's like a... Uh, you know, people just come there, they sell stuff from their house, they set up little booths. I was going to say, there's a bunch of bizarre things that happen in Algiers. <laughs> I guess Fairly it would call it a bazaar. But, forget, I don't know what it's called. Oh, you're called. talking about a bazaar. Yeah, it's something that happens every weekend or every Saturday in Algiers, and people just sell crap from their houses. All this crap that they made, you know, beads and shell necklaces. And I just happened across this cane, and the guy was showing me, hey, look, if you hit this little switch, there's a sword inside the cane in the handle, and I bought it. I never used it for anything. It was dull and rusted. It was just something cool to have, you know, just just that mystique of knowing that I'm walking around Oakwood Mall acting like I have a limp when I have a whole sword inside of the cane. It's sort of like having a tattoo in a place that nobody would ever see. It's just the thrill of knowing you have something that is so unsuspecting. Yeah, I didn't know they they made canes that you could that you could stash swords inside of. I didn't. I didn't you know never that. watched any James Bond movie, any spy movie, any movie where the, the the villain has a cane and then at the end he pulls the dagger out the cane. Uh, you thought you got the best of me, Bond, and tries to stab Bond with the. It's, it's pretty common stuff. James Bond stuff, huh? <laughs> well, next time I see some somebody walking with a cane, I'm going to do a double take. I'm going to I'm going to be looking at the looking at the person and I'm going to be looking at the cane and I'm going to go back and forth person cane person cane a couple of times it's, it's funny because the cane itself can be used as a weapon so there's really no need to have a dagger inside of the cane because the cane by itself could you could hit somebody upside the head with that you could beat someone with a cane yes. right well this was um this was the biggest stuff United States Customs agents and TSA have seized at the Armstrong International Airport since they seized thousands of fake eyelashes that were heading, headed for a beauty shop in, in the city of New Orleans. Remember that? We talked about that. <laughs> the threat of the eyelash. Yeah. All because they didn't know where they were coming from. 
Yeah, there there was a, there was a ton of fake eyelashes on their way to a shop in New Orleans, but uh, good thing we had the had the customs agents at the at the airport that that day because uh, they they stopped that from coming in. <laughs> this text says, "Okay, Coleman, where's the tattoo?" <laughs> I'm not gonna taint the show with the the uh, answer to that question. All right, coming up on the show this morning. Hey, Simone Biles came back, and she's, she's already finished, and I'm not going to say how she did. I know how she did because, you know, in, in Tokyo, in the Olympics, there's so many hours ahead of us. Like I said, it, it's like a week from Thursday over there. Um, but she she already participated, but they're, they're, you, you may be planning on watching the Olympics later. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you how they, uh, how they yeah, did. Yeah, no spoilers. Although some guy from Norway last night I was watching, he, he broke the world record for the for the 400 meters. You think they censored the Olympics when it comes to America? Like, do they edit the tape and take parts out, the boring parts, and like you can you can watch it live when it happens in the other side of the world, but when they finally televise it here, they take all the cool stuff out, like bad words and. They censor it a little bit and maybe some heinous accidents. They may edit a, 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 a few things, but they, they only edit it to make it as entertaining as possible for, for us to watch. But it's so many hours ahead of us here, uh, over there. Yeah, they have about a week to censor it. <laughs> yeah. That's a, some interesting, interesting stuff's been going on over there at the Olympics. Hang out with us. We, we got a lot to get to. And we're going to tell you about the world's sexiest athlete. She's a female Olympian from from Germany, and I know we're not supposed to be talking about the uh, the looks and the bodies of the female athletes. We're supposed to be talking about their athleticism, which we have been on this show. But there is one woman who they're calling the world's sexiest a- athlete over there. We'll tell you about her. We got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. IU 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. It's the John Osterland Morning Show. And I just put up a video on our radio station's website, Bayou957.com, of a fight that just recently happened on a, on a flight out of New Orleans on an airplane going from New Orleans to Austin, Texas. This is some fight. And, and they say that Unruly passenger incidents on airplanes are at an all-time high right now. And they, and they say that, that flight attendants and airline employees are, are asking for help because people are more unruly right now on airplanes than ever before. Maybe it's because of people having to wear masks on their faces and not wanting to wear masks. But this video is something. It's showing uh, it's showing two guys throwing haymakers at each other and hitting each other. And the other thing about the video that's, that's wild, is that the first guy who gets up to break up the fight, he then starts throwing punches at somebody else. I think he had on the Where's Waldo shirt, the red and white stripes, that guy. Yeah, the guy on the Where's Waldo shirt. He starts he starts throwing uh throwing punches. Evidently the the fight started because a seat on the airplane got stuck in a position that made one of the passengers upset. And and, and because he he got upset, they they stand up, they look at each other, they say a couple of things. They they, they are wearing masks though. Yeah. Which is which is I guess is well, when when I'm looking back at the video, I can understand the frustration. The, the the men that's involved, all three of the men, the two that originally was fighting and the one that stepped in, they're both some big dudes. These aren't small dudes. And then when you look at how much aisle space they have and how much seat space they have, I can understand how temperatures could get high because there's not enough space for all three of those men to just sit down comfortably in that plane. Other passengers, Coleman, try to, try to pull them off each other or to at least keep them away from the passengers who are who are in their seats you hear people screaming one woman keeps screaming stop 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 while the uh, while the two men wrestle down the, the cramped aisle Actually, one of the fighters 
is wearing a mask? Well, two of them are, because one of them, the one that was trying to break it up, it looked like he had a mask on, too. Well, that he's the third guy that came in. Yeah, he's, he's, he tried when, to when break it, it up, and then he got upset and started throwing punches, too. Yeah, when it comes to the original two guys fighting, one of them is wearing a mask. The other isn't. And then they, uh, 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 the, the, like I said, the third guy. Waldo. We'll call him Waldo. Yeah, he, he tries breaking it up, but then all of a sudden, he starts throwing punches at other people. <laughs> and then his pants fell off. Waldo. Like, right at the end of the video, you can see his jeans start to sag, and then they just fall off. So now he's throwing punches with his pants down while the other two guys are trying to get at each other in sumo wrestle. This is all around craziness going on in this fuselage. Yeah, I think this flight was two days ago. I think this was Sunday. And it was in the afternoon because it, the flight landed in Austin, Texas at 4.30 in the afternoon. You know, it, it's it's pretty amazing when 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 someone starts throwing haymakers on an airplane, when, when when someone starts hitting someone in the face on an airplane, and and again, this was from what from what other passengers say, and from what witnesses say, this all started. Because of a seat that got stuck in a position, evidently the, the the seat didn't recline the way it was supposed to, but but this fight started all because of a seat and the position that the that the airline seat was in. Nobody nobody said something to somebody else it's that it. made them start throwing punches or did something. It was all over a seat. I don't even get why they try to pretend that the seats could recline anyway. If you ever been on any airplane flight, this, especially in coach, the seats don't really recline. They just kind of nudge back about 15 degrees. That's, that's not necessarily reclining. So I don't even think the seat reclined. I think the guy is just so big that when he sat in the seat, it kind of went back a little bit. And that's because he's a big dude. All the dudes in this fight were pretty big. And that also stands the reason about why temperatures ran high inside the inside the plane is because, you know, when you go inside the airplane, there's it's, it's only that so much space and you're trying to put luggage on the overhead. People are walking past you. You know, you're, you're bumping elbows and rubbing against people. And then when you are a large person, you know, a lot of people bump into each other. You get elbowed in the knee. You get, you get hit in the face with a, the side of the suitcase. And then, and then your seat doesn't want to recline correctly or it's stuck in a weird position. So, yeah, all that nudging and pushing and shoving, that can upset a few people. I've flown a lot in my life. Yes. And, yeah, there's been times where I've been frustrated on an airplane, but never, ever did I ever even think or come close to start throwing punches and hitting somebody in the face because that will, without a doubt, result in the police waiting for me, wait, waiting for whoever is, is throwing the punches when the plane lands in the city that it's landing in. There's, there's going to be police waiting for you because the, 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 the people who work on the airplane are, are going are gonna to get in contact with the airport 
where they're headed to. And, uh, you know, usually when I'm flying someplace, I've got someplace I've got to be. That's why I'm on the airplane. The last thing in the world that I would need is to have police be waiting for me on, on the ground at the airport to where my plane is flying to. So you never had like a kid kick the back of your seat? You, you never had... Sure, that's happened, and you get frustrated, but the last thing in the world that I would think of doing is is turning around and start throwing punches at people. You're a good dude, John. I mean, I've never been that frustrated on the plane either. I've just been lucky. Yeah, they say uh, they say recently... And and a lot of it has to do with with having to wear a mask, and then and then alcohol, uh, they, they say is another reason. Um, th- there's been there's been issues on airplanes more so recently than at uh, any other time that 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 flight attendants and people who work for airlines can remember. This is a uh, this is a wild video. Again, we have it on our website. It's at, it's at Bayou957.com. It starts off with, with 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 two guys just going at it, and then when the third guy comes in to break it up, you would think, all right, he's coming in to to break it up. Then he start he starts the third guy starts throwing punches at at, at all kinds of people. Right, right before his pants fell. He's, he's throwing punches with his jeans around his knees, man. It's crazy. This text says, if the passengers, if unruly passengers are an issue, why aren't they putting air marshals on every flight? I don't think there's enough. They don't. They, yeah, they, don't, they, think, don't, yeah. they don't. There's not enough people. I don't I don't think airlines or, or whoever it is, whether it's the, the federal government, wh- whoever it is that pays the air marshals to be on flights. There are so many flights that that fly every day in the United States. There, there's not enough, you know, unless they have to start telling the airlines, you need to hire someone to, to sit somewhere on an airplane to keep an eye on everything. Um. That's sad that it's gotten to that point in this country where where every one of the ton of flights that, that fly every day in this country would, would, would need an air marshal, would need someone to sit there and to keep an eye on things. Um, you know, I, I remember when flying was a fun experience. I mean, now, actual, this is going. This is going way back before, yeah. before September 11, two thousand and one, when when literally you could get a ride to the airport, get dropped off at the gate you're flying from, ten or fifteen minutes before the flight, and then you could be on your flight in plenty of time to leave. Those days are are so long gone you got to get there an hour and a half two hours before the flight and then you got to go through the tsa and that takes time and 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 then you got to make your way over to the to the gate you're flying out of i mean but once you actually get in the air it's still kind of fun i mean you're flying i mean there's you're never not going to have a nice fun time flying right you're in the air well just just cruising in the air that's always going to be fun anyways uh check out this wild video 
It's on our website at Bayou957.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. I was just reading where legendary newswoman Barbara Walters hasn't been seen in public in five years. She's 91 years old now. Friends fear that she's becoming a Wekwoos. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. If you're just joining us, we put up a video this morning on our on our station's website, Bayou957.com, of a fight on a flight that left New Orleans for Austin, Texas. I think it was on Sunday. These two guys just start wailing on each other. Then a, then, a, then a third guy gets up to break it up, and then he starts throwing punches. Um, if, if you haven't seen that video, and they, they say it was all because of, of a seat that got stuck in a position that one of the passengers obviously didn't like. No one said anything to anybody or, or did anything. It, it, was, it was all because of a seat that got stuck. Um, if you haven't seen that video, when you get a chance, check it out on our website at Bayou957.com. You know who got pissed off yesterday and it made news? You know who got really angry? And he did something that you don't see done very often? Tom Brady. Quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was upset over something that happened in practice. He got so mad, not only was he swearing at some teammates, he punted the ball. And he punted it around 40 yards. That's pretty good. He, 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 could actually, he could actually be a punter if they needed him to punt too. But Tom Brady got really mad at practice. And he started screaming and swearing at, at the players. He threw the ball, then he punted the ball. Coleman, the reason why you won't see that anywhere else, like you would never see Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, two guys battling to replace Drew Brees as the starting quarterback of the Saints. You'd never see one of those two guys do that in camp. Well, not right now, no. Well, no, but they, well, they, they haven't won anything. Exactly. When, when you've won as much as Tom Brady... When there's a mistake at practice, you could start get right up into the lineman's face, the running back's face, the wide receiver's face. You could get right up in their face and start yelling at them and swearing at them and throwing the ball because you have all those Super Bowl rings. That would never happen. That would never happen here with the Saints, with 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 these two guys. If someone makes a mistake, you know, Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill would be like. Damn! Hopefully, uh, you know. Hopefully, we'll, you won't do that the next time. We'll we'll get better on the next play. Let's get together. Let's huddle up. Let's let's get back to doing this. Someone makes a mistake on Tampa. Tom Brady is throwing a hissy fit, making headlines because he can do that. There are very few guys in the NFL that can do that. You think he'll do it to a coach? If the coach has a wrong play, he'll go up in the coach's face. He started grilling the coach like, dude, I won this many Super Bowls before I even came to Tampa Bay. Don't tell me how to do my job. 
I don't know if he would do that out loud. You know, he may take the coach aside and say, hey, dude, you're wrong here. Let me tell you what you should have done. He, he may do that, but I don't see, I don't know how that would help the team. I don't know how, how, how yelling at the coach in, in, in front of the whole team would help the team. That would make the team look at the coach less than they, than they, than they already do. And you don't need that on a team. You need the, you need the team to, to respect the coach. So, I mean, I could see if, if, if Tom Brady got upset with something a coach did, I could see him pulling a coach to the side saying, what, what are you doing? What, what's the matter with you? You, you know who I am? But, but I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine him doing that publicly like he did that yesterday at a, at a, at a, at a practice for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, 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 you think Aaron Rodgers or somebody that caliber like a Drew Brees, if they, if they get upset, they, they throw a fit like Tom Brady, you think Tom Brady is just so passionate about the game that he's a one-off when it comes to that? Because I'm quite sure there's been some frustrated te- cap- team captains at some point. You just don't see it, but it's Tom Brady makes the news because he's Tom Brady. Yeah, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, he's only won one Super Bowl. So I don't see him screaming and, and throwing the ball and punting the ball when he gets mad. I, I don't I don't I don't see him doing that. I remember Kyle Turley having some fits as well. Well, Kyle Turley when he played for the Saints, the the one thing when you say his name, the one thing everybody remembers is him taking off his helmet and throwing it. All right, so you think Patrick Mahomes would have the right to yell at his team if they start screwing up? He's one one. I don't see I don't see Patrick Mahomes doing that. I don't see that in in his character. I don't I don't I don't see that in his nature. This text says Brady is a crybaby diva. Well that he, But it gets results. <laughs> he he could very well be Texter, but what's he got? Seven Super Bowl rings? Yeah, he gets results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean if uh, if a uh, if a billionaire starts yelling at me about financial decisions, I think I'll put my ear to his mouth. Like, yeah, keep yelling at me. What do I need to do better? I'm trying to be a billionaire too. Yeah, he, <laughs> he yesterday in, in in Bucks camp, Brady slammed his helmet on the ground. Uh, he he yelled, swore, and, and he and he punted the football when he got <laughs> mad, and he punted it forty yards. <laughs> I like it though. You need that. That's motivation. So, but I, I just I, I saw that and it and it made me chuckle because you won't see hardly any any other any any other football player do that. Uh, they're not going to be slamming their helmets on the ground. They're not going to be yelling and swearing and screaming at players. Well, I'm quite sure when other when other teams seeing Tom Brady get frustrated, they start to panic. Like, oh no, they're pissing Tom Brady off. We're going to go through hell this season because you know Tom Brady's going to take that frustration out on the opposite team, on his opponents during the season. I can't wait for football to start. All the teams are in camp. It's coming up soon. And by the way, we're gonna we're gonna have our King of the Bayou again this year. We're giving away uh, cool prizes, weekly prizes. All you got to do is uh, pick the pick the the most winners each week. There's no point spread. You just pick who you think is gonna win the games. And that that's coming up. I we're we're gonna be doing that. That we had a lot of fun doing that last year. We're gonna have more fun doing that this year. Stay tuned for that. Coming up next on the show, yeah, on this morning's Big O segment, 
Yesterday we did the gold, silver, metal winners. Yeah, the, 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 the gold, silver, and bronze medal winners of the 80s rock bands since the Olympics are going on now. Today we'll do the gold, silver, and bronze medal winners of the 90s rock bands. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that that's, that's coming up next. we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only Classic Rock Station. Good morning, John Osterland. Here with you. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Later, react. Oh. 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 Uh, the Big O is a segment we do that uh, it's either, it's either uh, a story I see that I'm, I'm passionate about or makes me go, huh? Or it's a, it's a question I have for you, like this morning, like we did yesterday. Since the Olympics are going on right now out in Tokyo, Japan, yesterday on, on the Big O, I asked you to give us, text us, your gold, silver, and bronze medal winners when it came to 80s rock bands and yesterday uh, in my opinion and, and and we had some really good texts but in my opinion I I said Motley Crue is the bronze medal winner Def Leppard is the silver medal winner and Guns N' Roses the gold medal winner when it came to 80s bands and then I was talking about Metallica, who came out in the 80s, like those other three bands. But you don't think of them when you, when you think of 80s bands. Yeah, but uh, based on the text messages from yesterday, Metallica won the gold overall. I, I think, you know, if we're, if we're going to get technical, and, and if we're going to say the gold medal winners out of, out of all bands who came out in the 80s, yeah. Metallica would be the gold medal winner, yeah. uh, but you just you don't think of them when you think of eighties bands. Right. You think of the hair, and you think of, and 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 you you, you just think of the eighties style. And that's one of the things that confused me yesterday when we were talking about the best eighties bands. So the the qualification is the band had to debut in the eighties, even though they might may have formed in the seventies. Their debut album has to come out in the eighties because there were some bands that I liked. 
well, in the 80s, but they formed in the 70s and the album dropped in the 70s, so they didn't count as an 80s band. Yeah, like Def Leppard, their first album came out in 1980. And they were formed uh, a couple of years before that. Right. Today, we're going to do the, the, the 90s bands, gold, silver, and bronze medal. And you could text us who you think should 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 win those medals. 504-260-9595. Text us. Keep it short. Who should win those medals? Please don't text while you're driving. Today, though, is going to be a little more difficult, Coleman, because some of the bands we think of as 90s bands really came out in the late 80s. So when you think of 90s bands, I think the first thing most rock fans will think of is the Seattle scene. Because all of those bands, well, four huge bands came out of Seattle. And, and they became huge in the early 90s. But what's interesting about that, Nirvana's the band who, who kicked the door open for the other Seattle bands. But there were a couple of those Seattle bands that were out long before Nirvana. For instance, Soundgarden. They, they got together in the mid-80s. 1984. And Soundgarden had two albums out in the 80s before they hit it really, really, really big in the early 90s. Aw, because Vicky says she went with uh, Bronze, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Silver, Soundgarden, and Gold Foo Fighters. But Soundgarden had two albums in the 80s, so they wouldn't qualify as a 90s band, would they? That's right, Coleman. And I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, their, their, their first album came out uh, in the 80s. Um, but but Foo Fighters is is definitely a contender. But Soundgarden, they they put out uh, the, their first album was called Ultra Manga OK, and that came out in 1988. And then in the next year, 1989, they released Louder Than Love, Loud Love, great album. But then they blew the door open on their next two albums, which came out in 1991, Bad Motorfinger, and then 1994, Super Unknown. But they had two albums out in the 80s. So um, I, I don't think Soundgarden would, would, would be able to win a medal as the best 90s rock band. Right. Even Boudreaux, like, says... Uh, better than Ezra, Nirvana, but he also says Metallica. But Metallica, we established yesterday, is an 80s band because their debut album came out in the 80s. Therefore, they, they don't qualify for the 90s uh, medals. Yeah, Metallica, 80s band, better than Ezra, local guys. Alice in Chains, their first album, Facelift, which is fantastic, came out in 1990. So they're right on the cusp. They're right there. Yeah, they're 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 there. Per Pearl Jam, their first album, which is fantastic, Ten, came out in 1991. Now the band that broke it open for all of those Seattle bands, 
Nirvana, remember, they only had three albums. But their first album, Bleach, their demo, their first album, whatever you want to call it, came out in 1989. But the album that blew the doors open for everybody else, never mind, that came out in 1991. Again, what's interesting about Nirvana, they became the biggest, but those other Seattle bands, Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, they, they were around before Nirvana. They, they were around, and, and, and then Nirvana kicked the door open, and they walked through it. Just looking at it, it, it amazes me how many 90s bands actually formed in the 80s, but they didn't really get big until... The 90s, well, it, after it the takes, 90s. It takes some time. Yes. It doesn't happen overnight. I'm looking at Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day. Well, like, well Green Day, there's another example. You just brought up Green Day. They, they're in the conversation. Their first album, 39 Smooth, came out in 1990. But their breakthrough album was their third album, Dookie, which came out in 1994. Love the name of that as well. And what's interesting about Green Day, Coleman, after Dookie, that album was immense. Then they released three albums. Three more albums in the 90s. And, and they all had declining sales. Everybody thought they were done. And then in 2004, they released American Idiot, which was an incredible album. Um... So, so text us, who are your gold, silver, and bronze medal winners of the best 90s bands? You know, even though Nirvana's demo, whatever you want to call Bleach, came out in 1989, Nevermind came out in 91. And, and by the way, I love Bleach. I, I, I think Bleach is, uh, is fantastic. When Stone Temple Pilots came out? You know, there, there's another band. Because they formed in 89, so I'm assuming their debut album had to come out in the 90s. It did come out in the 90s. Right. But, but, you know, the interesting thing about Stone Temple Pilots, Coleman, is that when they were out and they were releasing albums and song after song after song, great songs, the critics never loved Stone Temple Pilots. They thought they were ripping off the Seattle sound. Here's this band from Southern California, and, and they're ripping off Seattle. Um, but looking back, those albums, those songs, were really, really good. Their first album, Core, came out in 1992. So you could put Stone Temple Pilots up there a as well. It seems like more rock bands came out in the 90s than the 80s. It just The 80s scene was just so prominent that it overshadowed what was going on in the 90s. Like, you have bands that, like Candlebox and Offspring and, like, Third Eye Blind came out in 93. Cranberries, Blind Melon. Like, there's so many bands that came out in the 90s that we just don't. I'll, I'll throw out one more because a lot of bands followed them. They sounded original. How about Korn? Right. Korn's yeah. first album was 1994. And, and they had their completely own sound. They didn't sound like anything that was coming out of Seattle. They didn't sound like... And, and then Korn released four albums in the 90s that were really good, and they inspired a lot of bands 
who, who kind of sounded like them. The one that surprised me the most, and I didn't know this, Pantera formed in 1981. And Pantera, they were they were like an 80s hair band in the beginning. Uh, and, and, and they had the local guy, Phil Anselmo, join them as lead singer, and then they became the band that that we all know, well, one of the greatest uh, hardcore, metal, whatever you want to call them bands. And you said Oasis so, is in your island collection, right? I love Oasis, and they came out in the 90s. 91, yeah. I, I say those first two Oasis albums are, are, are stunning. They're, they're fantastic rock and roll albums. Not a bad song on, on, on either of them. So why don't you text us right now? This one's tougher, I think a little bit tougher than yesterday with the 80s. Text us. When it comes to 90s rock bands, who wins your gold medal, your silver medal, and your bronze medal? Uh, and Keep your text short. Please don't text while you're driving. And, and we'll read it coming up next on the show. 504-260-9595. And, and I'll tell you what I think. Again, this is a lot tougher than, than, than yesterday's. Here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Just reading that Britney Spears is writing a scathing tell-all memoir. In the book, she's going to reveal her deepest thoughts. That should take up a page or two. Interesting to see uh, what she has to say. Hey, coming up next, your texts on the gold, silver, and bronze medal winners for the 90s rock bands. This is a tough one today. And and we've got some really good texts coming in. Um, yours are next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. If you're just joining us this morning's Big O, we're doing the, the gold medal, the silver medal, and the bronze medal for 90s rock bands since the Olympics are going on now. And this one's tough. Yesterday we did the 80s. I mean, that was tough too. This one's tougher because there's more bands, and then there's some bands I think of 90s rock, but then all of a sudden you look, and they came out in the 80s, the late 80s. I mean, Soundgarden was one of the first bands. I, I said they have to win a medal for this. But they they, they had two albums out. Um, Soundgarden had two albums out in the late 80s. Their first two albums came out in 88 and 89. So technically, I mean, if we're talking about Olympic metal 90s rock bands, they had, a, they had to come out in the 90s. I mean, Nirvana is one of the first ones I thought of. Bleach which I love, their first album, their demo, came out in 89. So can, can they be on the list? Um, you know, and then there's, if, 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 if you don't think about Seattle and you start thinking about other bands like Korn, Korn, nobody sounded like them. They started something called New Metal, and they put out four fantastic albums in the 90s. How about Rage Against the Machine? Nobody was really rapping and rocking before they made it big, and then after they Not made the it. Beastie Boys. 
Beastie Boys were in the '80s, though. Yeah, but the Beastie Boys, their, their first album, I guess you could you could say they they did a little rapping and rocking. But Rage Against the Machine, Coleman was flat out was flat out rapping with rock guitar and drums. Um, and then after Rage, a, a bunch of bands came out that sounded like that. Um, so we asked you to text us, give us give us a gold medal, a silver medal, and a bronze medal winner for 90s bands. All right. The first one says bronze goes to Offspring, silver is Godsmack, and gold is Green Day. And they also say, by the way, Pearl Jam and Nirvana suck. <laughs> hey, I like the way you think with Godsmack. I was hanging around. I was up in Boston when they when they hit it. This next one says bronze, Limb Biscuit, silver corn, gold, Foo Fighters. I, I, I like all of those. Uh, Foo Fighters, you, you, they have to, you, they're in the discussion. Jeremy says, Bron, STP, Stone Timber Pilots, Silver Corn, and Gold is the Toadies. Wow, I, I love the Toadies. We've uh, seen them about three or four times, haven't we? They come to New Orleans every year or every other year. They play Tipitinas. They, they play, yeah. The, yeah, we see them every time they come down. Yeah. Rebecca had uh, bronze Pearl Jam. She also had silver uh, Soundgarden, and gold is Nine Inch Nails. All right, Trent Reznor. Scotty S says bronze Raised Against the Machine, silver Sublime, and gold Tool. Those are all good choices, and I love Sublime. And I don't think enough people talk about it. if their leader Bradley Noel didn't die of a of a drug overdose. Who knows what they would have accomplished? Those first couple Sublime albums are absolutely fantastic. Boston Bobby has STP, LP's uh, Cure, Core, or in purple. Good stuff, Bobby. This text has, uh, this is a, I'm guessing this is Sly, long-time listener. Dave Matthews Band has bronze, Black Crow, silver, and Candlebox gold. Blair, in no particular order, just has U2, Hootie, and Google Dolls. Google Dolls. Yeah, I don't think you two could be a '90s band. They they were they came out uh, in, in the '80s. They were almost '70s. They they came out in the '80s. This one has bronze Weezer, silver Foo Fighters, and gold Pearl Jam. Good stuff. Uh, this one has bronze Marilyn Manson, silver Slipknot, and gold Corn. Good heavy stuff. <laughs> this one has bronze Nirvana, silver Nirvana, and gold Nirvana. Wow. <laughs> This one has a uh, bronze stone tip of pilot, silver white zombie, and gold Power Man Five Thousand. Wow, you know Power Man Five Thousand. That that's they're led by the by the younger brother of Rob Zombie from White Zombie, and and they're 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 from uh, Massachusetts as well. Trying to uh, uh, squeeze a few more in here. Ramstein, Disturbed, and Sense of a Down. Cajun Joe sure. has bronze uh, Pearl Jam, silver Foo Fighters, gold, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, everything else is tool. Oh, there's also, uh, they don't have a bronze. They just have silver, Allison Chains, and gold is tool. And from this point on, everything's tool. Tool is a great 90s band. A, a tool has is, is got to be in the discussion, without a doubt. Boy, this is tough. But I'm going to say, when it comes to the gold, silver, and bronze medal, just in my opinion, that's all. And again, this is so subjective. All, all, everything that our listeners texted in, all great stuff. But well, in my opinion, all right. I'm, I'm looking at album sales. I'm, I'm looking at airplay. I'm looking at all kinds of stuff. 
If Nirvana's not going to be on the list because their first album, Bleach, came out in 1989, if they're not going to be on the list, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Alice in Chains, Korn, and Foo Fighters. I mean, Tool and Rage Against the Machine and Pearl Jam are just out of there. Or those last three that I just mentioned could be gold, silver, and bronze. Well, here's the most important question we got all day. John, when did the ass clowns come out? Uh, the ass clowns, uh, we came out in 20... 14 or 15. Oh, y'all don't count the yeah, yeah, so we as clowns is not a 90s band. <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't make the 90s. Thank you very much. This is this is a, a very good discussion, which, which we can continue. We have other things we're going to get to, but we'll get back to this at some point here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. The actor Matt Damon is making all kinds of headlines this morning, and, and he made, made some yesterday as well, because of a word, because of a word that he has said and, and, and he has used that is no longer said or used anymore. It, it's It's... The F word. And it, it's, 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 it's a word that, well, years ago was used as a slur towards gay people. The F word. You know what that word is. And the reason Matt Damon is making headlines is because he's doing interviews now because he's promoting a new movie that he's in. And in one of the interviews, he said that his daughter taught him a lesson several months ago that he could no longer use the F word. Evidently, Matt Damon told the joke at his house or he was around his daughter and in that joke he used the F word and, and this was a few months ago and his daughter was horrified his daughter said dad you can't you can't use that word anymore and, and he told this is what he said in the interview he said well I told my daughter that, you know, when I was when I was younger, growing up in Boston, everybody used that word, but they didn't they didn't use it. They they didn't use it as a slur towards gay people. He said they they just used it to call each other that name. But but if he's saying that, then if 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 you're if you're calling someone else that you're still using it as a as a slur 
towards gay people. Right, Coleman? Okay, so here's my take on this whole thing. I get it. You know, we, we live in a different world now, cancel culture, PC culture. I get if, you, if, if you're a comedian, you may not want to use that on stage. You may not want to tweet that word out. You may not want to, you know, say that word in public in general conversation. But here's a grown-ass man in his house, his own house. You mean to tell me he can't even say what he wants to say in the house that he pays bills in because of his daughter? I'm not saying it's okay to say the word. Don't give me that. You know, I'm not trying to say that at all. The word is unacceptable. I get it. But here's a grown-ass man in his own house, and he's saying, you know what? I'm just going to listen to my daughter who probably doesn't pay any bills and contribute to the house, and I'm going to listen to her. No, screw it. He's a grown-ass man. He should be able to say what the hell he wants to say in his house. Now, if he chooses not to do it because he really did learn a valuable lesson, but the audacity of these kids these days. We talked about that last week, how this is the first generation of kids that are not as cool as the adults. These kids are telling the adults, oh, that's vulgar. You're not supposed to say that. Oh, that's inappropriate. Turn that music down. Oh, dad, that's not cool. Like, this new generation is the first generation to go backwards when it comes to pushing the envelope or pushing the envelope of what you can and, you know, do. do. Coming up. It is a totally different world we live in, this generation, compared to a generation ago. A completely different world. There are so many things that were acceptable to say a generation ago that are just simply not acceptable anymore. Not even in the privacy of your own home, though? That's what bothers me the most about this. He's in his own damn house. He's in his house. If if you have if, if if there's one place you could be inappropriate and just get it all out and say what the hell you want to say, it should be in a place where you pay the bills, right? But you shouldn't be saying things that are unacceptable in front of you in, in front of your your daughter, your young daughter. Yeah, right. He probably thought his daughter was cool, and now he realized, man, he's she's a narc. <laughs> well, we have talked about that on the show a few times. How this is the first generation where. Where, where the kids are the ones who are telling the parents. Yeah, like they're reprimanding the parents. Because up until this generation, I, you go back a generation, you go back two generations, it was always the parents yelling at the kids for saying things that they should never say. I'll never forget the time when I was a kid, when I was on the phone in my house, and I swore... I didn't know my father was right around the corner in another room. And he heard me swear. He walked around the corner and he smacked me so hard. He says, you don't talk like that in this house. Now, now, not only can't parents physically do what he did to me, but now it's the kids who are saying that. To the parents. Right. And it was always the parents who said that stuff to the kids. So that, that'll be like you hearing your dad swearing and you going up to your dad and say, hey, dad, I heard you swearing. You shouldn't swear in your house. That's what this is like now. It's the kids telling the parents how to behave in the in their own home. I get it. I, right. Don't say it in public. I completely agree with that. But this dude was in his house. If there's one place you should be able to do anything, it should be your house. How did that happen? How did that switch? How did those roles reverse in a generation? Where, I mean, it was always the kids who would who would test the parents. It was always the kids 
who would make the parents freak out, whether it was what they said, whether it was the music they were listening to, whether it was the people they were hanging out with. Now it seems it's the opposite. It's always, it's the kids that are looking at the parents saying, what, what the hell's going on? What are you doing? What's the matter with you? And, and in this, this Matt Damon situation, he evidently used the F word in a joke recently at his house in front of his daughter where his daughter said, Dad, you can't, you can't say that anymore. And when Matt Damon said that in a recent interview, my God, social media erupted. One woman wrote, Matt Damon, she tweeted this, Matt Damon's teen daughter told him the F word is a homophobic slur and to stop using it. Matt Damon, who works in Hollywood, Matt Damon, who went to Harvard, Matt Damon, who was in Beyond the Candelabra, I'm now worried what else she's going to have to teach him. Well, get the hell. So here, here, here's a woman saying, my but God. They're missing the point. The point is Matt Damon learned his lesson. See what I'm saying? Like, he's saying, I'm not going to do it again. I learned my lesson. And he's still giving a crap for even just doing it. They should be congratulating him for progressing, right? That's what they should be doing. Oh, Matt Damon learned. But instead of uh, praising Matt Damon for learning his PC cancer culture lesson, they're giving him more crap. Well, if he's if he's willing to say that in 2021, what else does he have hidden in his closet? What other skeletons does that, he have? That's but what here's they're the saying. Thing. His closets are in the privacy of his own home. We are they, are they going to start going door to door and making sure we behave ourselves in our own home now? And a lot of people are tweeting and saying on social media, Matt Damon says he stopped using the homophobic f slur just recently. <laughs> and then people are saying, why would Matt Damon say that in an interview? That's also a good question. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's, what, why, that's why did the, you bring that up? That's the the thing. Jody says it's. Is because parents aren't parenting their kids anymore. I can kind of agree with that. We are the. I think uh, when I look at my peers, you know, people around my age, they have kids. They are the cool parents. They're the ones that's like, I'm not gonna do what my parents did to me and stop me from doing this or, or, or whatever. I'm gonna let my kids be themselves, and I'm not gonna. For instance, I know parents that smoke weed with their kids. You know, as long as they're doing it in front of me and I know what they're doing, I know parents that drink with their kids. I get it. They want to. We're the cool generation, you know. I guess. But geez, man, these kids are narcs and Yeah, and someone else tweeted, imagine this headline about any other derogatory ethnic, racial, religious slur being used in 2021. Uh, screw that. They'll hate to come to my house then. Because I do play a lot of rap music and I sing along to it. Out loud. This is my damn house. Didn't some rapper just get kicked off of Lollapalooza because he said gay slurs? Yeah, but see, he did it publicly. That's so he deserves the. Uh, yeah, he the, did it at one of his concerts. Yeah, he he it was the rapper the baby. He said the, something da, stupid. The baby. The yeah. baby. Yeah. So he said something stupid on stage in front of people. Therefore, he deserves the backlash and ridicule he got. Now, if the baby said it in the privacy of his own home around his kids, no man, let that man be him in his house. <laughs>
I just think it's wild how this is the first generation seemingly where, 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 where the kids are questioning the parents, what they say, what they do. It, it was always the parents before this who, uh, who did that to the kids. Yep, the first generation of parents telling their kids, turn that music up! <laughs> Coming up, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning, and this has to do with the Olympics. Um, and we still have other things we got to get to. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bacon may disappear in California. No, God, please, no, no, no! The reason why is because there was a proposition requiring more space for breeding pigs egg-laying chickens, and veal calves. It was significantly approved by voters in the state of California back in 2018. And those changes are set to be enforced at the beginning of 2022. So, so, so because of that, they may not get bacon the way the way that they they always have and not just bacon other other things as well could could you imagine all of a sudden you wake up one day and they say well because we 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 changed the way the farming is done and 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 we changed some some rules and regulations we, we can't get bacon anymore i mean but that's like that's like putting people on death row at a penthouse like what why does it matter why, all right, I get it. You want to treat anim animals humanely, but these are animals designed to go to the slaughter. So who, like, why is this so important? I think California just has this fetish of taking things people like away from them just to see how they react. Because they do this type of stuff all the time. They, they figure out what people like. Oh, they like steak. They like bacon. They like straws. They like alcohol. Let's take it all away from them and say and, and pass the law to make it harder for them to enjoy it. They just like to take pleasure from people. That's incredible. Because of, because of new... Pig rules, <laughs> new new pig rules are being introduced. Bacon, <sighs> bacon may disappear from the state of California. Right, you get what you deserve. You, you live in California. That's what you get. Well, that no means for you. That means more for us, right? Mm. Hey, coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I, I read all morning, and that's not it. Uh, it has to do with with the Olympics, and. An Olympian. That's next on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. J.O. here with you. It's time where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Irish boxer withdraws from the Olympics after injuring ankle while celebrating. He's, his name is Aiden Walsh. He jumped up and down celebrating and he landed awkwardly on his ankle and it knocked him out of the Olympics. <coughs> Irish welterweight Aiden Walsh withdrew from his semi-final round from his semifinal match at the Tokyo Olympics 
after he injured his ankle while celebrating his victory in the uh, previous match. He whipped his own ass, in other words. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to, in Olympic boxing, you, you've, you've, you've got to beat a few people to, to win the gold. And after he beat one person, he was so excited, he jumped up and down, and he, uh, he, he messed up his ankle, broke his ankle. Dems the brakes. And he, yeah, and he, and he, he couldn't fight anymore. I never really liked those names like Aiden and Kaden and Jaden and Hayden and Raiden and something about those names feel weird. <laughs> well, Irish Olympic boxer Aiden Walsh. He had a withdraw after after winning a boxing match because he got so excited he jumped up and down and messed up his ankle. Boy. That's something when you think about it. I've been I've been keeping an eye on some of these Olympics. Um last night a guy from Norway broke the world record for the 400-meter run. That was something to see, to see a guy break the, break the world record at, at the Olympics. Anyways, the, the, uh, the Irish boxer who had a withdrawal from the Olympics after injuring his ankle while celebrating. That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Well, that was dumb. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.